You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare every week to find out what's happening in all the different areas. Today our focus is on Ogunlo and I'm delighted to be joined in the line by our correspondent there, Michael McNamara. Michael, good afternoon to you. And good afternoon to you, Jim. How are things? Very well, thank you, Michael. All well. I'll tell you, um, anybody looking at the the sports pages and the the sports websites uh, recently, will uh, they'll be licking their lips uh, at the prospect of some of the games, uh, the East Clare derbies this where we're um, we're we're looking forward to. Well, that's true. So I suppose, but I call nearest neighbours, um, uh, Tulla and Einig Kildemona. So. There's going to be yeah huge interest in in say, those draws, particularly with with Bodite and and Tolan Kilwan. See how it goes. And um, the lads said, I suppose they played four games and they won two. Possibly could have won maybe another. Should have won maybe the, the double game. But you look at that's the way games go. Yes. So because if you're in, it's good to be at that section, you know, when there's a factor playoff, it's good to be there. Yes. And uh, like everything else, let the best team win after that. Well, I suppose people are really looking forward to the championship and and some of those, you know, the games, like I would imagine that a game between yourself and Bodike now, wherever it's on, will bring a large crowd. It will, of course, it will, yeah, and and not alone that, but will probably bring a, a crowd if it happens to be in Tulla or it could be in Scarif. It's going to bring me a, a good deal. There's going to be an interest in in the the local clubs as well, so it will draw. Um, uh, a big crowd. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and I suppose Michael, um, so, and I know you're in, you're heavily involved in the club and at the heart of it. Um, but the uh, the fact that this year, after winning the Junior A last year, and Ogunlo are competing at, at intermediate, and and I would say we'll be well able to compete at that level. Well, this is what they're doing. They have a good. They have a good uh, panel of, of young lads and uh, they put in a huge amount of work uh, during the, you know, um, during the, I suppose the fact that um, COVID was here, a lot of the young lads were around and they, they were at home and that was a factor. Now, even though that they were, they trained on their own, uh, I know, during the COVID and they did the muscle building and they went down that line. It, it has paid off and there's a good bunch of young lads there and they're all quite young lads. There's too many, we say, of the older group in it. And um, of course, there's one, you know, um, Garod Shidi. Garod made the under-20 panel. He's a good young lad and, and great talent. And uh, it's good to see all the young lads coming on. But that's the life of it. And it's like any team. You get a team and if it clicks and if you can't make it work when they're on a high, you, you won't stay on the top forever. It can come down again. So as the old saying goes, you try and make hay while the sun shines. Exactly. Well, it's great to see Garrod doing well and, you know, well justified as well, particularly his performances in the in the Junior A Championship last year. Uh, he's certainly yeah. one for the future. Yeah, he is. He is all right. Yeah, without a doubt, he is. Uh, do you know with with, with um, a lot of the, the younger guys, not just the road alone, but with, with a lot of the other guys, like they, they play for their club, 
and they care for their county and they care for their college. And I often think that there's huge pressure on young lads like that, talented young lads, and they're being drawn definitely in three ways and maybe in more ways than three. And um, it does put pressure on them, and their life totally revolves um, around it. And, uh, you know, I just wonder at times, uh, does it get to them? Because it's morning, noon and night, literally, particularly when you're at, at a county level. It can be at any time, weekends, morning or weekends, evening, you know. So it's tough on them. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it is tough. Yeah. And, of course, they have their their lives to lead as well and their social lives and not to speak of their studies. So uh, yeah. it, it, is a, it is a, you know, it can be tough. And I, you know, perhaps, as you say, we might be asking too much of them. Yeah, like it, it, it maybe it's not all sunshine for them. And, you know, and when lads are growing up at that age, like you mentioned there now, which is very important to have their social life as well. And and like when you get to county level, your sort of your life is sort of dictated to you, and uh, I suppose it's commitment you either make or you don't. That's the way it goes. But yes. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. listen. On a different topic, um, you've you had meetings during the last couple of weeks. There was a meeting in Gunlow in relation to the proposed uh, greenway, which will come through the parish. That's right. Yeah, we had a meeting with uh, Waterways Ireland in, in the hall, very well attended uh, by the, the parish. There was a great crowd of it. And um, I, I suppose, look, any way is going to cause controversy. The, the one going up, we say, by St. Mary's and um, out, as I call it, Perry Smith Cross. Um, that one, of course, is very high. And, and I suppose a greenway in its way. In its name, it's for even the wheelchair users, the walkers, or the runners, and um, we find that people find it very hard going up in a wheelchair now, up the Glade Hill or, or you know up the other one there. Yes. So whether that one will go or not, I don't know. Along the main road, then you see they need about they reckon about twenty feet, and um, it's, it's uh, what is it? It's three meters, I think, for the cycleway and the walkway and then they need a leeway of about a metre and a half on either side. It's going to be difficult to bring that with all the openings and the entrances into houses along the main road. It's going to be a difficult one. And then uh, there's another point which they all make as well. A greenway as such by its name. They don't want you driving along a main road or walking or cycling along a main road and cars flying past you. And that's not the whole idea. You get away from the traffic, which is the ideal. So maybe the other one, but then you're going through farmland and splitting fields, and that creates its own problems with farmers as well. So, look, I, I, I sincerely hope, and everyone hopes here in Nogunna, that the Greenway goes through. And it's going to be a huge benefit for East there. There is no doubt about that. And uh, it should be controversial, but I suppose they come up with um, a route eventually. So yes. we'll have to wait and see what they come with. Okay, um, but it's it's anyway. It, it hopefully it will, as you say, go ahead and will provide benefits to all of our communities here in East Clare in terms of uh, the the fact that it's there and it'll be available for us as well as for visitors, and hopefully increase the tourist potential in the area as well, Michael. Well, that, that's a very important point also. And 
with greenways, people will actually travel to greenways, whether they'll bring the bicycle with them or whether they'll walk or whatever they'll do. But they could travel maybe 20, 30 miles for to do for a day on a greenway. And uh, I suppose this is, and hopefully this will go through from Limerick to Scarab. And we'll have people coming from maybe 20 and 40 miles away for to use this greenway. And anybody that's going to come for a day's outing, they, they leave some money after them one way or another. And you would hope the communities then will benefit by this in whatever maybe little industries that we start up along a greenway or maybe in the town itself. Yes. So um, this is what, I suppose, that's the whole idea of Greenway. Okay. Anyway, uh, on a on a sort of a more local topic as well, uh, your community development plan, um, you're, you're engaging or you have been, in, been engaging in aspects of that uh, over the last while. We have. And um, one of the strands of the plan was the communication strand. And I, I suppose maybe with every parish, one of the biggest problems we had was to get in touch with people to let them know that things were happening in the parish. And we tried different things, email and what have you. But you see, it's not everyone has an email. And probably a lot of the older generation don't, and a lot of people won't. And then we chatted about it, and then WhatsApp can be very unwieldy. And it wasn't something that, that we wanted either. So we came up with an idea of, let's say, one dedicated phone and a text a text system. And it would be a one-way channel with no reply. And we're in the process at present of making contact with everyone in the parish to get their permission. And um, we'll probably use maybe where we can emails as well. Let's say if there's a text system, you can just give them the basic information. But let's say if there was um, a brochure or something that we wanted to show to people, if they have an email, we could send that out. So we're in the process of that at present. The response that we're getting from the community is very, very good. There's no negative response at all. And um, I think the fact that it's just a one-way uh, channel with no reply and people will get a notice and that's it. There's no more to it and they can't really reply, but they have the information and they know it's on and that's it. So we're hoping that it will work. It will take us a couple of weeks for us to make contact with everyone in the parish, but it's very positive so far. Yes, of course. And I suppose the information aspect and you as somebody who is very involved in the community, the, the, the information aspect and the communication aspect of everything that's going on is so, so important, Michael. It is. It is. And, and you know, people will you'll meet people and say, God, I didn't know that that's what's happening now. I never heard about that. Yeah. And um, it's a good thing to let everyone in the community know exactly what is happening. That's very, very important. And um, you see, people could miss meetings and they could have a very, very positive input to meetings and they may not be there because they didn't hear it. So at least we're hoping that uh, this will work. We believe that it will. Okay. It'd be a good thing to have, yeah. It would indeed. Okay, Michael, uh, Ogunlo, busy as always, and uh, plenty of positive things happening in Ogunlo. So, listen, thanks so much for coming on today and talking about the uh, the events and the news in Ogunlo, and please God, all will go well, and those hurling games, uh, we look forward to, to meeting you at the Michael. 
Absolutely, and everyone <laughs> looks forward to those days. Absolutely, we do indeed. Yeah, there'll be good days, and they'll be enjoyable. Uh, an hour and a half while we're there, but um, and as we said, look at the best teams win at the end of the day. Exactly. Okay, Michael McNamara, our correspondent in Ogunlo. Many thanks for joining us today, and we'll talk to you soon. You will. Okay, Jim. God bless. Bye. Bye.